Hi, welcome to the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast, where every mom can find hope, joy, and God's hand in motherhood. You'll hear interviews with all kinds of moms who are learning how to navigate motherhood. Most of all, you'll learn that you have a partner in motherhood, a loving Heavenly Father who wants you to succeed and is always there to help you in your most important work as a mother. And now, here's your host, my mom, Dara Trendler. Welcome to episode 41 of the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast. Before I jump into the amazing interview that I have for you today, I wanted to read a review that I received on iTunes for the podcast. The reviewer's um, handle was DocsMom15, and the title of the review was Seeing the Good and God in My Life. And this is what she said, this podcast has helped me to recognize the good around me. I catch myself thinking, have I seen the hand of God in my life as a mother today? If only I'd write it down in my journal baby steps. For now, listening to this podcast is helping me learn to feel him near. I loved getting that review. I love getting any reviews. So if you haven't left one yet and you've learned something on the podcast, I would love to hear about it in the form of a review on iTunes or you can leave them on Facebook. So I want to thank that person so much for leaving that because that is my goal with the podcast is to help you remember that God is there, that he is your partner in motherhood. So with that said, next week I'm going to be doing something a little bit different with the podcast. So starting next week, I'm going to do a five-week series on on ways that we can become more spiritually minded. If you've been around the podcast for a while, you might remember back last summer I did a challenge called Five Ways to Become a More Spiritually Minded Mom. These podcast episodes that I'm going to be putting out over the next five weeks are going to be similar to that with a little bit of revamping. So each week, the podcast episode will be a little bit shorter, and we'll just be talking about one aspect of becoming a more spiritually minded mom. And the reason I wanted to do podcast episodes is just so that you can do it on your own time, whenever it works for you. Uh, You can find the principle in my profile on Instagram or at spirituallymindedmom.com. Um, just sign up for my email list and you can then you can download the printables. You can download them all at once, so you'll have them for all five weeks. And they will just be different ways that you can learn and know how God speaks to you. And I'm really excited to do this um, because as that reviewer said, the whole point of my podcast is to help you just remember that God's there, that he cares about you. He cares about your children. So that's what you can look forward to. I'm really excited to do this. Now I have a great interview for you today with Michelle Gifford. She's one of my mentors. She has an amazing podcast herself with Sarah Allred called The Women With Fire. Hopefully you're listening to that. If you're not, you will be after this interview um, because of the things that she shares. She, she talks about her motherhood story and her interest in, in being in business for herself and the businesses she started and how she's balanced all that and how she's seen and felt God as her partner in motherhood. So I'm excited to share this interview with you, and here is Michelle Gifford. Welcome to the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast. This is episode 41, and I am really excited today to share my guest with you. Her name is Michelle Gifford, and if you have ever gained anything from listening to this podcast, you have Michelle to thank, because... You're already laughing. I never would have started this podcast without her encouragement. She has been a mentor to me and someone I've looked up to and has been... Just, I, I tell people that she's the biggest cheerleader of women and helping women. And so I'm really excited to have her on today. Oh my goodness. That is the <laughs> nicest thing ever. Um, it's to- I- all true. Totally true. <laughs> Darla comes to me and she's like, I think I should do this. I'm like, yeah, you should. That's yeah. <laughs> that she does it. <laughs> Well, backing up, like I started out like trying to interview people, then transcribing it, making it into a blog post. And you were like, uh, you should just do a podcast. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. 
That's true. But some other things that you should know about Michelle before we dive in is she is a serial entrepreneur, and I'm, we're going to have her talk about that. She has several businesses and several podcasts, and she's also a mom of five children. And as she said on Instagram recently, she's also the wife of a very handsome husband. It's so, so true. <laughs> So thank you so much, Michelle, for doing this interview. I have wanted to interview for you for a long time, and I'm excited to talk about your motherhood story and the things that you've learned along the way. It's good to be here. Darla's the best. <laughs> You're so nice. Okay, so start off. Just tell us a little bit about your family. Um, okay, I have five kids. My oldest is 12, and my youngest just turned three. Um, we live in Southern California. Um, I, when I first became a mom... 12 years ago. Um, I had just, we graduated from BYU and, um, I was working for Provo city. And then my husband, um, I was, I was very pregnant. Um, my husband got into medical school. So we went to Arizona and, um, I, that's where I had my first baby and we lived there for seven years. And then we have lived in California for almost five. So, or five or more, maybe. Anyway, a while. I'm like a California person. <laughs> I grew up in a small town in Castledale called Castledale, Utah. If you're from Castledale, you're probably related to me, actually. So I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I grew up on a ranch, and um, and now here we are. So from a ranch in Utah to a California, Southern California girl, right? I'm still a country girl. I'm just going to tell you. I go yeah. home for a month in the summer because... Um, I like people, but I don't like this many people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably not what you envisioned. And I'm a small town Utah girl too, so I get it. I totally understand yeah. that. Okay, so what do you love about being a mom? Um, well, I got sent some pretty cool spirits into my life. Um, I feel like my kids are really the best, and um, and that's actually, I mean, of course, it's not just my kids, but I think it's a really amazing time to be a mom because of the kids that are being sent right now. Mm -hmm. um, they have big spirits. They have a work to do. I mean, I've known from, I just remember one of my really most spiritual experiences is just when my first baby was just months old. And I just remember looking at him and just feeling his spirit. And I don't know how else to say that. And just knowing how much work he has to do and how much, um, how much good he can do in the world. And, um, and I felt that with each of my kids. And, and I think that's really an amazing part of being a mom is I get to walk hand in hand, um, with God. I mean, really, cause I couldn't do this without the inspiration. That's why I love that we're talking, um, that you talk so much about personal revelation as a mom, because, um, cause it's a, it's one of those, opportunities that you can learn how God speaks to you because he wants these kids to return back to him too. And so that's what I love. I love that about being a mom. I think it's an ultimate way to be creative. I mean, each kid is way different, right? What yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And so really, um, I like, I like problem solving. I like, um, I like feeling the spirit and having him give me revelation for in like individually for my kids. Anyway, that might be not what you're expecting, but no. I love, I love that part about being a mom and being, um, they're fun, man. It's fun. It's hard. Totally. I mean, yeah. my husband was in medical school, medical school for a long time and residency. So I, you know, I did, I, it was hard, but it's, it's pretty fun. It is. It, it only gets funner. I think. <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, it's great. And I can, I can relate to that connection that you feel with when you hold that baby and look at him and think, I mean, I remember that with my first thinking, who are you? And, and just feeling her spirit so strong and feeling that connection with her. Like maybe I knew her before and there's a reason that I'm her mom and you know, you can feel that with, with all of them and that they're all so different. Like that was the hugest shock to me as a mom. Like I thought, oh, I've got this all figured out. And then you get, you get another kid that comes along into the same stage that you thought you already had figured out. And nope, you don't have it figured out. So. Not even close. No, nope. not even close. So all the more reason that you need personal revelation in your life, because you can know individually for each of those children, what Heavenly Father wants them to know. Yeah, exactly. I had um, a recent experience. So my first son is um, a super big reader and he like reads all the time. And then I think my second son is so non-competitive that, um, that he just like, doesn't even, he's like, I just am not as good. Right. And so he doesn't read. And I was like, Oh man, I got to figure this out. And I just got a little whisper last week and said, you should just do like a 50 hour reading challenge with all of your kids. And it's like a combined thing. And I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> so I did. And he like, he, my second son really like, uh, pushed against it. Everyone else was on board and he pushed against it for a day. And I was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Dang it. And then, um, and then the second day I got him reading Percy Jackson and now he's like oh, all yeah. over it. And I was like, Oh my gosh. But he, I mean, I, I'd offered him a ton of books before and it wasn't until this. And I thought, you know, that seems silly. I know that seems like pretty silly, but I have been trying to figure him out like this aspect of him out for a while. And I was like, that is such a tender mercy and so kind that heavenly father is like, I care that Hudson likes reading because I care, you know? Yeah. And so I think with motherhood um, and with revelation that we think that it's in the grand moments that we like get the revelation or the big things. And of course, you know, we've all had big revelation, but a lot of times and more beautifully, I think it's more beautiful um, that we get the small things that say, you know what? I mean, I care about the big things, but I also care about the little things in your life. So that was just a recent. Oh, I love that. I love that. He is in the details. He's in the, I mean, how much of motherhood is mundane? Like a lot, right? <laughs> but he cares. He cares about all that. I've seen that too, and and I think that you might be going through motherhood and just getting feelings and doing things and not even realizing that you're feeling Heavenly Father guiding you and helping you along the way. And it's just learning how to recognize that and and moving forward and you know trust that mother. I you know we hear it called your gut instinct or mother's intuition. That's from Heavenly Father. That's Him. You know telling you, I know this child and I, here's what you can do. I've, I've definitely seen that as well. So I would love to talk to you too about, because I mentioned that you're a serial entrepreneur <laughs> that I made that up. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's <laughs> ever called you that before, but you, that you have this brain that's always going and you're always thinking of new ideas. And I would love to know, you know, how did that start for you? And, and how have you kind of ran businesses and how did you know that that was the right thing for you to do? And you've done it right alongside with motherhood. I think you said you started right when you became a mother, right? So tell us about how that all came about for you. Well, I, like I said, I was super pregnant when I like quit my job. We moved to Arizona and my husband is in medical school and I am not obviously not one that stops. Like I don't like that is really hard for me. And I thought, okay, I'm going to be home. And I didn't want to get a job because it was three months and I knew I wanted to stay home with my son. And so... I, I just started trying things. 
it was, it was kind of great. I mean, I, I, you know, I graduated from college and that was so great, but it was a time in my life where I could explore things. So I learned how to bake cakes and I made a wedding cake for someone. And then I was like, well, that was the worst, <laughs> <laughs> but you never would have known that if you hadn't tried. I wouldn't know. So then I started on Etsy. I started making, um, little girl hats and other kind of accessories. And then I started, um, selling, custom girls dresses and then patterns and kits. And, and then that kind of turned me, um, onto photography. I've always taken pictures, but then, um, I got to take pictures for my business and then I became a photographer and I was, a, I still am a photographer, <laughs> um, but I was really into photography. I started a photography nonprofit and then I started teaching business. I'm just, I'm just like glazing over things. Cause this seems like I'm a crazy person. It's fine. But <laughs> you're not. You're not. <laughs> for 12 years. This is over 12 years. Just know. Um, and then I started teaching business to photographers. And now I teach business in a lot of different ways. We have the Women with Fire podcast where we talk to um, influencers about how God has been a part of their business. And that is amazing. One of my favorite things. And then um, I just, um, I have I'm Michelle Gifford dot com that I teach how to build your business, whether you remember the church or not. And then, um, I also teach MLMers. Yeah, I do <laughs> how to do things differently. It's anyway, whatever. Um, so that's at the modern MLM. So, um, that's kind of my evolution and I've, I, I have seen, this is why, let me just tell you. So yeah. you asked, like, yeah, I want to know the why, why are you okay. doing all this? So that was my whole timeline. You can cut that out if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I just, for me, I know that part of my happiness depends on my, the time I put into creating. And I think that it doesn't really matter what you're creating, but I know that the spirit speaks to me when I am doing, when I'm learning, when I'm growing. And when I am standing still and um, not progressing, then I don't feel my best. I don't feel myself and I don't feel the promptings of the spirit as well. And so there I have, I I was thinking about this because, because I've talked to a lot of people about how they receive revelation and like what they how it feels like to them. And I'm realizing that, and of course, because Heavenly Father says that he, in the scriptures, it says that he'll speak to us in our own language. And I don't think that means just like he speaks to you in English or he speaks yeah. to you in Spanish. But um, for me, it's with ideas. Like I know there there are some key uh, businesses that got started in my life because I felt an undeniable prompting that I needed to do this. And so for me, these businesses have, um, have been a way for me to learn how God speaks to me. It's also been a way for me to help other women. And, um, and especially, especially it's a lonely time. It's, I, when your husband's in medical school, you have all these babies, you know, you don't have a ton of money and you're just trying to, it's, it's just kind of hard. And I know that for me, business saved me. Um, it, it gave me identity. It gave me purpose. I could put my kids to bed and it didn't matter that my husband was studying or not there. And, and I could progress and, and feel good. I, I, it gave me confidence. It gave me reassurance that, um, I was doing something that made me happy. And that's, that's worth it. I know as moms, we sometimes think that we, 
have to give everything up. And I don't think that's true. I think yeah. I'm a better mom that when I'm creating, I'm a better mom when I am juggling a couple things and that's me, but you have to figure it out. Like you have to go to God. And, and then when you get those promptings, you have to go forward with confidence, even if you're kind of doing things different than everyone else. Totally. Yeah. You have to have confidence. So how did you, how did you figure that out for yourself? I mean, were there things from your childhood, from growing up that you just knew this is how I'm wired and this is how God speaks to me? Did, were there any moments where you, along the way where you've kind of figured that out? Um, sure. Well, I remember when I was still pregnant and I was trying to figure out what I was supposed to do. And I just remember calling my sister up and like, I was so sad. <laughs> I was just really sad. I was like, what am I supposed to do? I mean, I could exercise, but like, I don't know. I mean, I can do that for an hour a day, but then what? <laughs> and, um, and I just remember the moment when I remember the moment I made these these hats with these big old flowers on them, if you remember from 12 years ago. And I remember selling them. I, I listed some and they sold within like the first day. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is a sign. Like I'm supposed to do this. And that seems silly because, but for me, it put me on a path that allowed me to grow and to change and become who I feel like I'm supposed to be. And I, my mom is, she, she's very quotable. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I quote her all the time, but um, she would always just say, let's just see. Let's just see. So if you want to do something, like, let's just see yeah. where it goes. Like, and especially with, uh, we have so many options right now, just to do what we want to do, to learn what we want to do. And we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to either A, make this into something huge or B, we just like don't want to fail or we don't want this to be the wrong answer. And I have been down a lot of wrong roads. That's what I was going to ask you. That was my next question. Like, what mm -hmm. have you learned from failure? Because there's no way you could do this for 12 years and not have had failure. <laughs> oh, a lot of failure. <laughs> but I realized because there's that um, Elder Holland talk called Wrong Roads. Or, yes. Or, and there's a and, there's a video for that. Yeah, too. there's also a video. Yeah. yeah. And it, and I realized that that is one way that I receive personal revelation is I have to be doing and going forward. And sometimes a lot of times I get a hard no after I, after I've been on the road and I'm like, okay, all right, let's turn and go this way. And for me, I don't think that that's necessarily something that I've always had is that confidence and being like, oh, okay, let's just change. I think that as I've gotten to know how the spirit speaks to me more and I have confidence in the spirit's voice and, and in the promptings that I get that, um, that I'm, I'm able to say, okay, well, that didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. I've had, I mean, there's a lot of things that I just don't think our lives are linear, you know, yeah. like I think that we are, I think we're on switchbacks. If you listen to the one with fire, you'll know a switchback um, up the mountain. Like we're climbing this mountain and we're on a quest to do it, but we have little journeys along the way, different switchbacks that help us get where we're supposed to go. And for me, a business and have businesses have, has helped me get there. And I do not think that's for everyone. Right. Absolutely right. not. But, but for me, it, it's given me a way that I can help and serve and grow and again, learn how to fill the spirit. Yeah, that's awesome that you can feel, you can learn those things through anything, right? And it's just figuring oh out. God, use anything. <laughs> right. Okay. So let's talk about quests for a minute because 
this is if if you have not listened to the Women with Fire podcast, you need to. It's amazing. So Michelle does this with her friend Sarah, and they are so inspiring and so incredible. And they they have a series of of episodes about questing. So tell us a little bit about what a quest is and how someone can figure out what God wants them to do. Okay. I will tell you about questing. Um, we have a whole episode about this. If you go back to episode 48 on our women with fire podcast and I'll link it up in the show notes just before I forget. Yeah. 48. (laughs) Um, so a quest. we, this is, this is not something I made up. I mean, I guess, but not really. Um, this is something that it's a pattern in the scriptures. It's a pattern in movies. It's a pattern in my life of how God works because God doesn't just say, here you go, climb this mountain or to Nephi, here you go, become a prophet or whatever. Um, but he gives us smaller quests along the way. Um, so for Nephi, like first he had to go back and get the plates, right? And then the next quest that he had to do, he built on that, right? They broke the bow. I mean, that's not exactly the next one, but then he built the ship and then he went to the promised land and then he became a prophet. And then he had to lead his people away from Laman and Lemuel, who were the worst. Each different, we, we, they're like mini missions, right? We have, we look at our lives and we're like, oh, what is my mission here on earth? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It seems like so big and so huge. Um, But if you look at how God works, it's line upon line. And so he is going to. He's going to give us smaller quests along the way that help us get to where we're supposed to be. And so I've seen that in my life with my businesses. They've all kind of built on each other to where now I feel really confident in because I've done so many different kind of business that I feel like pretty confident in knowing how to help other women grow their businesses, no matter what they are. And it's put me in a great place because of the different switchbacks that I've been on some wrong roads, some great roads. But Um, So that's kind of what a quest is. There are elements of a quest that every quest has, and we kind of go through those in the quest podcast. But um, so we will definitely send people to those episodes because they are so good. But what if what if there's someone out there? They, a mom, she's feeling like I there's something more I need to be doing. She's feeling that questing inside of her. (laughs) What's her first step? Like you know, (laughs) yeah, she's being called. Right. What's her first step? What What would you recommend that she do to to start figuring that out? Well, this is not, so there's a trend happening. I don't know if a trend is the right word, but I feel like women are, and I should not say, I feel like women are being called like never before to stand up in unique ways. I will testify of that yes. as hard as I can. I will say amen. <laughs> and the more women I speak to who are good women who are trying to listen to the spirit, they get this feeling. I need to do something, right? I keep feeling like I should do something or I keep feeling like I should start a podcast. Yes. Darling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, welcome to your quest, as I like to say. Um, so sometimes you get thoughts and you're, and you think, I know exactly what I should do. Or you, you're like, I know who I should help. So sometimes it's like I, you just feel called or feel drawn to like young women, or maybe you feel called to talk to women um, of the church who are moms who need to have the spirit more in their life. Um, You might not know exactly how to get there, but you have some 
first of all, you need a check-in because usually you know more than you're letting on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, um, you get thoughts about things. You can't stop thinking about this, whatever it is. Like you can't stop thinking about like a conversation you had with a friend who was like, I love when you talk about this and this really helped me when you did this pay attention because those are little, little messages that God is trying to send you to say, pay attention. I always feel like I know I, there are times when I get tapped on the shoulder. That's how I feel like it is. And it's like, pay attention to that. Listen, listen, that's important. And I mean, I can get tapped on the shoulder for months and then, and then something comes. I'm like, okay, yep. It's coming together because God talks to me in that way. Like, you know, and I think he does, I think he prepares us. There's one that was long. Um, but I also think like, maybe you're like, I just don't know. I just don't know. I think you need to try something. I did cakes. I did Etsy, like who cares? And it might not, it might be a wrong road. Um, but I think that go with what makes the most sense and what, and trust the promptings that you're getting, because I think I can be confident in that you're getting some promptings and whether you recognize them as promptings or not is up to you. Um, but I, I, God sends us messages in a lot of different ways. And it's like I said, uh, reoccurring, um, kind of conversations or reoccurring thoughts or in the scriptures, these things keep standing out to you. Mm -hmm. Those are messages and pay attention. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love what you said about, you know, just some movement, some forward movement, just do something, even if it's small and that, that's going to help you to know. And, and also I think it's important to point out that questing is not, it doesn't have to be this huge thing that you're being called to do. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to go start a podcast or I'm going to start a business and help women. It might, you know, I know I've heard you say this before, you know, it might be that you're supposed to go be on the, on the parent board at your kid's elementary school and make a difference there. Or, you know, maybe it's to be the best ministering sister in your ward and, you know, show everyone else how to do that. Or maybe it's to find, do family history work. I mean, who knows? Or maybe it has to do with your children, but there's, there's so many different ways. But the, but the point is of what you just said is listen to what Heavenly Father is trying to tell you. I love that. I just, I love that message that you have, that you have shared. I, I would also love to talk about just something that's been on my mind is the, the role of women. And we hear the world telling us this is what women should be. And we hear the church telling us this is what women should be. And then, you know, culturally, we have a lot of things, you know, how do, how do we, how do we figure out our place? So this kind of came up for me because I was talking to my daughter who's taking a class at BYU about eternal families. And she's talking about, you know, mom, she's in the middle of like, I want a career, but I'm someday I want to be a mom. She's not old enough to be there yet, but she will be someday. And she's like, how do I balance all of that? And so I would love to know, you know, have you ever had any, anybody negatively react to you because you are a working mom? I mean, you're home, you're working from home, but you're a working mom, you know, and how, how can someone deal with that and just be confident that I'm doing what Heavenly Father wants me to do and move forward with that? Well, I, um, I didn't actually go to this talk, this, um, this fireside, but there is a fireside that sister Redland did just with like some, um, medical school wives, some doctor mm -hmm. wives. And, um, and it was very, intimate. Um, but she kind of shared how, cause her life is much different than she has one child. Yeah. She, and she was a lawyer. She went to law school. She had, she had cancer when, right. Did yeah. she have cancer? Yeah. Went back to law school. And then went to law school. Yeah. And she had this one child and she knew she wasn't going to ever be able to have another child. And her 
motherhood looked very different, especially back then. Like you have to give her some credit. (laughs) And, um, she would, she stressed about it. And then, um, she, she went to her husband and they were just like, is this what you're called to do? Is this what you feel like you're supposed to do? And she was like, yeah, then what else matters? Right. 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 And I think that takes a while to get there. I do not think, um, I have felt the mom guilt. Yeah. I have felt like I, especially, I mean, running a business or starting something is, it's a roller coaster, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, there are days when you're like, what in the world am I doing? And, um, the reality is though, I, um, sometimes I think about, sometimes I t- have to take a step back and I think about what I'm actually doing. And I mean, with the women with fire podcast, I am always really amazed that we, that I get to sit at my desk at my home. I can go on, I just barely, I just went on a walk with my little three-year-old. We spent the morning together and now she gets an hour to watch a show and I can come in here and bear my testimony mm-hmm. and your readers, listeners, listeners can, um, the, I can bear my testimony to them of how God speaks to me. And I get to do that with the women with fire podcast. And I, I think, wow, like what, how could I <laughs> like, um, complain about that. Like, this is a really Mm -hmm. beautiful time. And I do not think, of course, like not everyone has to start a podcast and start bearing their testimony because you can bear your testimony in so many different ways. I can't tell you how many times, like I teach about business and they're like, Oh, I can just feel, I just feel happy. I just had this. Um, I just met with one of my, uh, a, a client that's local and I prayed with her and I was like, before we have this meeting, can we pray? And I know she felt the spirit. And I thought, you know, you get, what do I, I have a quote about this. Where is it? It's like, no one, <laughs> I don't know. I have to look it up. I've said something very good about this, but, um, no one, no one can receive revelation for motherhood, your motherhood, but you. Yes. And I think that we need to, that is why, that is why president Nelson is saying that we have to learn how the spirit speaks to us. We have to go listen to the revelation talk he gave a year ago, go listen to that because he says, we will not, we will not be able to last spiritually. And, um, and so for me, it's been a learning process in giving myself grace and realizing that I don't have to be a perfect mom and my motherhood might look different than other people. And, there was a time, especially when like a few years ago, when I like felt like I just did not relate to other moms, like at the park, because I was like, well, I just got off the podcast with this really cool lady, you know, and they're like like, talking about potty training. And I'm like, I can't talk about potty training right now. (laughs) It's just too much. It's too real. (laughs) And, um, I realized like there's this, there was a pivotal moment when I was like, you know what, if I do not talk to these women and let them into my life, even though my life looks differently than theirs does, then I'm not going to be able to have real friendships. And I realized that I was the barrier. I was the one that was like clamming up and they didn't care. They're cheering me on. They don't care. And and I think we put a lot of pressure on that. Like we're like, well, they're probably judging me because I'm doing this. And like my mom always says, people don't think about you as much as you think they think about you. (laughs) So true. So, you know, I'm long winded, so I'm so sorry. But, <laughs> no, you're totally um, fine. No, I, 
I love that. And I think, you know, as I have started this podcast and I, you know, started doing what you taught me to do, like just start taking steps and start going. I feel like more and more I've kind of gotten my my footing and gotten my voice. And I feel like the message of this podcast, um, I pray every day, what does Heavenly Father want the listeners of this podcast to know? So when I go post on something on Instagram, this is the message that he wants me to share. Or when I have a, a guest or when I say something and over and over, the answer that I've gotten is he wants you to know that you can, it looks like whatever it looks like for you. It's not about comparing your spiritual journey or your relationship with him to anyone else. It is for you. And over and over. And so that is just what I mean. I probably just keep saying the same things, but that's what he's telling me to say. And it's true. Like you go out and you do your business and you're a mom and, and you feel great about it and go forward with confidence about that. If you, if someone else feels called to do it a different way, you know, we don't need to judge each other. We don't need to compare, just, you know, figure out what it looks like for you and then go forward with confidence and faith and do it. Yeah. And I think it's important to find that confidence because then you're able to cheer each other on. Yes. And that's what we have to figure out as women, especially yes. women of the church is we have to figure that out that we have to be okay in ourselves enough to say, I'm okay. And she's awesome at what she's doing. Yes. And that's a tricky thing. Like I know it's a tricky thing because it's so easy to compare and all that. And we talk a lot about comparison and stuff, but, um, like, are we, it comes from having the peace of the spirit that I'm doing. Okay. And that doesn't yeah. mean that I don't have a minute where I'm like, I have to check in. Am I doing okay? Oh Am yeah. I doing okay? Yeah. And the spirit's like, okay, you're doing great. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. If you have, you know, so I think that's a big yeah, part. I think that, I think that's where we, where we need to get. And, and hopefully this conversation can help someone to be able to get to that place and to know that it's, it's okay if it doesn't look like someone else and kind of bringing it back to what uh, the conversation I had with my daughter yesterday, which shout out to having older kids. It's awesome. It just gets better and better. I said that at the beginning, but you know, my young adult daughter, she's 19. And she said, mom, you know, the family proclamation says that mothers should be nurturing and doing all these things. That's what it says, but it doesn't tell us how. And that's because Heavenly Father gives us the ability to figure that out for ourselves. And I'm so grateful that she has figured that out now. And she taught me something yesterday. So, you know, our kids can teach us what, you know, how to fill the spirit and, and those spiritual things. And I'm so grateful for that. But I just have loved talking to you and I love sharing your message and, and hearing, you know, your insights and what you've shared. But just to end and wrap it up, will you tell us how you have seen and felt God as your partner in motherhood? He's all over the place, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, I think what he's done is, is that he has given me the necessity to make myself worthy to receive the spirit every day. And I think this challenge with um, the Book of Mormon challenge from President Nelson um, kind of gave me some insight on how I could be better um, because I know now I can really distinctly feel the spirit um, not as strong in my life if I do not make time for the, for, for the Book of Mormon. And while that is fine for me, um, it is not great for my motherhood if I don't have the spirit with me. And I, so I don't know if that's kind of not an answer to your question, but I just feel like we're given these opportunities so that we can learn how to rely on the Lord. And that has, is never greater than in motherhood. Right. Um, to, and so I guess, I guess that's it. That's, that's awesome. You know, nothing, nothing's wasted. If it's teaching us something about how to be closer to him, then it's great. That's awesome. Absolutely. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for 
coming on today and sharing your insights. I have loved it. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You're the best. I know you have a million things to do, and I'm grateful you took the time to listen to today's podcast. I hope the episode helped you to know God is your partner in motherhood. For show notes, head over to spirituallymindedmom.com. For more motherhood inspiration, follow along on Instagram, at spirituallymindedmom. And if you enjoyed the podcast, share it with a friend. I would love it if you would leave a review and rate it on iTunes. This helps more moms to find hope, joy, and God's hand in motherhood. Have an amazing day, and remember, you are doing God's work, and you are doing it wonderfully well. Well...